here's a headline for you. Is the art world ready for AI-generated work? Christie's is about to find out. Hey, it's Seeking Plum. This article was dated on the 19th of October, and it reads, Next week, Christie's will be the first auction house to offer artwork created by artificial intelligence. It's going up for auction on the 25th, and it's estimated to bring in between seven and $10,000. So it's crazy how this worked. There is a Paris-based art collective called Obvious, and they created this, well, if you will, they created this image from an algorithm, and it analyzed a data set of approximately 15,000 portraits, and from that, the AI created a unique image. So they uploaded thousands of portraits to the computer, and one half of it, one half of the computer, uh, the generator, analyzes all of those images to learn what a portrait is. And then it starts spitting out versions of its own. The other half of the computer then is what they're calling the discriminator, and it tries to evaluate each image to determine whether we could tell if a human had created the art or if the AI had. And if it determines that it looks like the AI created it, it throws it out and produces a new one. It keeps doing this until the discriminator says, I give up, I can't tell. I can't tell the difference between the computer-generated version and the human-generated version. I think this opens up a bunch of interesting questions, as you might expect. If the AI is generating this image, who is the artist? Is it the group of people who created the algorithm? Is it the AI? Uh, you know, what, who is responsible for the art? And how do we define artist then? How do we define art? Going to the dictionary, there are several definitions for the word art. And I think then that what the AI has created could fit under some of those definitions. The first reads, skill acquired by experience, study, or observation. So for example, the art of making friends. Well, the computer is studying and observing, analyzing, and then determining whether it is art or not. So it's discriminating between the two. And, and when a, an artist, a human artist does that, it's the same kind of thing. We study and learn skills, we observe the world, observe our art, and then decide whether it's artistic, beautiful. Not necessarily even beautiful, because art isn't always beautiful. Another definition reads, the conscious use of skill and creative imagination, especially in the production of aesthetic objects. This one I find a little more interesting, because can we say that the AI used creative imagination? And that is an interesting question to me because something I've always thought held back computers, AI, etc., or would hold them back is this idea of imagination and creativity. Because some problems need outside-the-box thinking in order to address them. I suppose when you think about it, that as humans, our creativity or imagination, imagination is different, but creativity comes from the fact that we expose ourselves to so many different experiences, people, situations, environments, etc. And because we do that, those things can inspire different ideas. And because each one of us is surrounded by different people, different environments, we have a different ability to be creative. So what we produce then is 
and can be slightly different. But can you imagine having a brain that can access at least logs or descriptions of places from all around the world, experiences from all around the world, etc., etc., etc. This is like one brain, essentially. I mean, different AIs are going to be different brains, but if you just, if we limit it to one possibly huge brain, the creativity would almost seem endless if the programming can come to a point where this is possible. On one hand, that's kind of scary, and on the other hand, it's kind of exciting to think about what types of solutions we'll find in the future, what types of different art or expressions of art we'll find because of AI. If you had asked me a year ago or even a few months ago where I thought the future lay with respect to jobs when AI and computers and, and robots, etc., are taking over some of the jobs that we've filled previously, I thought, I thought it would have been along the lines of things like art, music, you know, any sort of programming, whether it's a, a TV show, etc., something, something that moves us. You know, I thought that that was something we actually had a leg up on AI, or that we would have a leg up maybe for a long time, but that. That may not be the case. So I touched on creativity, but how different is imagination? So I pulled up the dictionary definition of imagination, and this of course sparks more questions for me. The first one reads, the act or power of forming a mental image of something not present to the senses or never before wholly perceived in reality. Okay, this one seems like it could, could be at least further down the line for something like AI. Because right now, I feel like an AI needs a directive to some extent. Like creating this work of art, they had it had to be told or it had to be directed in order to do this. It didn't just, it wasn't inspired and suddenly decide that it had to express itself by creating, imagining and creating this work of art. But another definition reads, ability to confront and deal with a problem, resourcefulness. And under that definition, then I might say that the AI could be considered imaginative because it's taking advantage of all of its resources. It's solving its directive, if you will. From what I saw on Twitter, a lot of the discussion centers around the topic of what is art. But as some have pointed out, things can be artistic that were not created by humans. For instance, nature. But others would say, is that truly art? Those who have taken photographs and captured something with just the right framing have won awards for it. There are, as someone else pointed out, awards for special effects in movies. and. That work is directed by a human, but it's done by a computer. So it's different than an AI creating the art, but it still goes hand in hand. I suppose, though, in that case, the computer is a tool, just like a paintbrush. So 
I think we could focus on the topic of what is art, what defines as art, but I almost feel like that's getting our nose too close to the glass and we have to step back a bit and ask what is creativity and what is imagination? And then once we define those, let's say that the AI can do those things, if not today, then in the future. What, what difference does it make when it comes to art? Because having other artists out there creating is not a bad thing. On the other hand, having AI out there with the ability to imagine, to come up with original ideas, can, can be dangerous. Okay, so I have lots of questions for you and you can choose to answer one, few, or none of them. But if you had money to spare, would you be inclined to buy an AI-generated painting? If not necessarily this one, another in the future? If you want, we can look at what it means to create art. What is art? Or what do you think creativity really is or imagination? Do you think an AI is, do you think it's feasible for an AI to do that? If not now, sometime, sometime down the line. Do you think that having AI artists are a threat to human artists? Do you think there's anything that we will be able to offer competitively with an AI in the artistic realm or beyond? So many questions. But what are you thinking? What do you think about this? If you didn't catch it, I'll put a link in the show notes so you can check out the painting itself and read just a little bit more about this whole thing. Hey, Rhonda. So, yeah, regarding AI-generated art, I think I would be more interested in buying the first piece that was offered at auction than any other that was made afterwards because I think the value of object-based or visual art, um, it comes from a few different places. So the major source for me is the fact that it's one-on-one. People invest in art because it's a unique object. You can get prints and replicas, etc., get the same aesthetic, the same aesthetic experience as the original, but it, you don't get the story. And as long as people own objects that can serve as a status symbol or a conversation piece, as long as that's a desire that people have, there'll always be a place for human-made art. I think that AI-generated art can make fine art, quote-unquote, more accessible to people who can't afford it. Uh, you can have a very visually stimulating and aesthetic, aesthetically pleasing environment with that. But the world of curators and galleries and collectors and stuff like that, that's a very tiny insular world that can make something out of a piece of work that is visually indistinguishable from a kindergarten finger painting. What AI-generated art would fall into the category for most people in the art world as decorative, which is sort of a pejorative way to talk about um, sort of consumer-facing art. They would say it's derivative, but everything is derivative. Ironically, it's all a game. I don't know if you saw the story where Banksy, the street artist, had one of his pieces up for auction 
And as soon as it was sold, the gavel hit and it, you know, the, <laughs> it instantly shredded. He had built a shredder into the frame so that as soon as the piece was sold, the, it was re, like shredded to ribbons. So, you know, for me as a, a educator in the world of art, the final product is not important other than as a guide to help the person who's creating compare their inner experience and their inner, their inner visualization and their experience to the thing that's created so that they can move closer to that in the next time when they create something. So it's like, it's, it's art's really like a representation of, of that unique slice of our human experience uh, brought forward into the world. It's not here to fix anything or to solve any problems. Um, it might incidentally do that, but that's not really what it's for. And I think with AI and that sort of programmatic approach to creating something, it's coming at it from the wrong way. And I think it will prevent it from ever really achieving that sort of transcendent experience because it won't get things wrong in the right way. There's always something not right with art that tends to move people. Hi, I've listened to this a couple of times and listened to the commentary and I don't know, maybe it's not a good night to answer. I'm feeling really sad about it all. I looked at the image just a minute ago. It doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> I, I don't know really what to say about all of this AI stuff. It's really bothersome to me. And to hear that it's sold for that amount of money, I, it's just sad. You know, what's sad about it in my first blush at this is it's like, why are we doing away with everything that is handmade? in in lieu of or in for progress or for technological progress i it's just so sad i think i'm going to wrap things up here it's going to be very interesting to see what happens and if ai art even becomes a thing but I guess time will tell. Thank you to Jared of Slangsmith Radio and Robin Milne for participating. And I hope to see you again next time. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.